With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, October 27th. One week to go before the election. What election? Okay, just kidding. Um, And... (laughs) Many weeks to go before we get out of this COVID crisis. And uh, I I just, I want to remind everybody, you know, we started doing these daily broadcasts to hold your hand through this situation, through this volatility. And the situation really has, has transformed all of us. And I know that many of you have taken hits in your financial life, in your real life. We are here for you. If you have a financial question, we'd like to help you out. All you have to do is send us an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Okay, th- let's start with an email from Cynthia, who writes that she is a 47-year-old single mom looking for retirement advice. Okay. I make between $100,000 and $150,000 a year working five jobs. Jeez, Louise. I have $30,000 left on my mortgage, very little bit saved for my kids' college. I've got old 401ks, IRA, Roth IRA accounts. My current full-time employer offers a Roth 403b through Voya, as well as a non-Roth option that they will match up to 4%. I hear the fees are high and often the investments are not optimal with 403bs, but I didn't think it was an annuity like many people state. Oh, it is an annuity if it's Voya. I bet it is. Based on my income and age, what would you recommend as the best option for building my retirement savings? In addition, I understand many financial advisors recommend putting 15 to 20% of income into retirement, but aside from my emergency fund, I have very little in liquid assets. Would it be inadvisable for me to split between retirement and non-retirement accounts? I hope I don't have to work all five jobs until I retired. I'm tired. I bet you are. God dang it. Unbelievable, Mark. Thank you for all you do to help guide us to financial success. Cynthia, you're unbelievable. You're like goddamn Wonder Woman. Uh, okay. If you make between one hundred and $150,000 a year and you're working five jobs, I agree. You do need to do a little bit of both. You really need to do some saving for you. And don't worry about your kid's college, but I'm talking about liquid savings. You have to look at your what you're making and then you tell me how much money do you have available to save, whether it's retirement or just beefing up your emergency reserve fund. I sure would like you to have somewhere between six and 12 months of your living expenses in a very boring account. So that's number one. In terms of the, the split, could you potentially do the 4% contribution to the non-Roth option through Voya, which is you know, they do have rotten fees. Let's get that match. And so let's do 4% there and the rest just build up that emergency reserve fund. Once the emergency reserve fund is built up, once you have that six to 12 months in your non-retirement safety net account, then we might kind of inch up and start doing a little bit more in retirement, probably not through the VOIA. Probably I would say you could do just a plain old 
Roth IRA, depending, again, depending on your income level, because you might get phased out in a year where you make 150000 So I hope that helps. Five jobs, Mark. Jerome writes, we have been using the drip account method for years now with AT&T. These are very old times of plans. Basically, it's like you invest with a company, invest directly with them, and every, every dividend you receive gets reinvested in the stock. And we have several thousand shares. Okay, so just everyone to, to do the math on that, several thousand. How many should I use, Mark? Three, 4,000? How many shares do you think he has? Let's say 3,000 shares, okay? That would be 84 grand based on AT&T stock price. Meanwhile, at 80 years old, should we start having those dividends direct deposited in our cash account? And if so, then what to invest it into? I guess cash is good to have these days, even without much return on CDs and such. Would value your thoughts on this. You know, you've got a high concentration in the stock. So I don't know whatever else you have. Um, I think that's the real question. What are the other assets that you own? But generally speaking, yeah, I think it's fine to stop putting the dividends into AT&T stock. If you wouldn't mind, I'd love for you to follow up and tell me what else is in your portfolio. It sounds like you have a lot of other stocks, so I'm, I'm interested in that. Okay. Ed writes, I am a daily listener to your program. Our net worth is in the low seven figures. I'm 68. My wife is 65. We've been married for 39 years, two children, and we don't have a will. Is there a recommended online will service? Is it better to go online or work with an attorney? If we were to go online, do we need to get it notarized or completed by an attorney? How much should we expect to pay for an online service versus an attorney? Thank you. If your net worth is in the low seven figures, you owe it to yourself and your family to hire a qualified estate attorney. That's what I think. And I think that um, it depends where you live, but you know, to get a will and powers of attorney and healthcare proxies, you're probably going to pay, what was it, Mark, a few thousand bucks? So between two and three grand, some places, you, in, in, you know, you may be able to get it for 1500. But I think it's important that that you do it with an attorney because, you know, you got a sizable account, you got some kids, and I think it's worth doing. Now, Conversely, you could try an online will service. There are many of them. So Quicken has something called Willmaker. You know, there's that legal Zoom thing. But most recently, the one that I think is really interesting is the one from Policy Genius. We had the CEO of Policy Genius on the show uh, about a month ago or so, a couple months ago. So you may want to check that out. If you are only going to be doing one thing and you're just never going to get to the lawyer, then yeah, do that. And yes, you do have to get it notarized. I Just go to a lawyer, will you please? I'm a pain in the neck, aren't I? Cindy writes, oh, this is, um, this is a, a follow-up to the matured annuity for the 90-year-old mom, I remember. Okay, so Cindy follows up. So the 90-year-old mom has a deferred fixed annuity she purchased with about $66,000 back in 2009. It's non-qualified, and Cindy's the joint owner. Mom doesn't need the income. She's comfortable on my dad's, my deceased father's pension and her social security. The annuity is with First Son America Life through KeyBank. No other beneficiaries listed, although I have three brothers who should get some of this in the event of her death. So the question... What is the smartest, most beneficial in regards to taxes? I gave you the options in the previous contact, extend the maturity of the contract, surrender and receive the account value in a lump sum, annuity, income plan, life only, all the different things. Too many choices for me to understand. That's why I'm looking for your advice. You know what? I'll tell you what, this is going to be easy. I think that right now you take the money out and you pay the tax due. Here's why. 
I think that it's going to be easier to manage this, the eventual estate for your mom. If this is liquid, annuities can be a little bit of a pain in the neck when you have to deal with them after death in some respects. I think that you could get a lump sum and she pays the taxes on it and move on and let her pay the taxes and tax rates are pretty low. So Mark, do you feel like there's another better way to do this? I don't feel like extending the maturity of this contract makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Mark says the way his mind works, he wants to be done with it. I think so too. I think we cash it out. You pay the tax that's due and you move on. That's where we are with that. Okay. And finally from Susie, hi, Jill, we're not happy with our financial advisor and paying the one and a half percent fee and not getting the performance that we would expect and thinking about finding a robo advisor. Any advice as to what to look for, which was, would be best suited for us? We are nearing retirement age and have somewhat of a diversified portfolio. Thanks for your advice. I think it's worth checking out a few different advisors. So what I would say is this, the ones that I am most familiar with, doesn't mean there aren't better ones or different ones, but Betterment is one of them. They used to be a sponsor of the podcast, no longer, just FYI. So I'm not in the tank for them. Vanguard has also created a really good robo-advisor. And Betterment and Vanguard and Schwab also have an advice component to their robo platforms. So you would, I I don't know, you didn't say how much money you have, but I'm I'm guessing just because you're nearing retirement, you would probably qualify. It's usually, you know, 25, 50 or a hundred grand. And so I would check out Betterment, uh, Vanguard, Schwab and Fidelity and see which ones you like. I just think you have to have a certain amount of banging on their program and their platform to feel like this is one that I think I could use and I like. All right. That's it. That's the program. It is Tuesday. So we will be back in your feed tomorrow morning on Wednesday. If you have a financial question, do not hesitate to contact us. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. And of course, our website, jillonmoney.com. When you go onto the website, don't forget that you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. And if you think someone could benefit from this podcast, encourage them to subscribe to us. We put the subscription stuff right on the front door of the website. And when you're poking around the website, check out the resource section, contact buttons in the upper right corner. And as always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and please do something nice for someone else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.